Lex De La Torre, you won the giveaway from last week. Now, stay tuned and enjoy your trending comics list. Another week, another list. The trending books are so hot at the table with an overstreet price guide advisor. His name is Ross Bright. Oh my gosh, the trending list is hot. The weather is hot. It's supposed to be over 100 degrees in Seattle. And I know for you people in Las Vegas, it's going to be 115. My God. Stay cool out there. Please do. Hit that subscribe button. Slap the like button. Stay tuned because we got a giveaway on deck. Let's chat about some blood sport at number 10. Number 10 on the list, Superman number four. Now, we have talked about this book before because we knew Idris Elba was going to be in the new Suicide Squad movie. Well, the trailer has come out, and Idris Elba seems to be very heavily featured, which is actually cool for a character we thought might have been a bit character. $20 average sales, a $200 sale for a CGC 9.8, and a 317% increase in copies sold in seven days after the recent Suicide Squad 2 trailer dropped. That really showcases a focus with Bloodsport being the narrative, mm -hmm. Idris Alba, I have a feeling, is going to be here to stay post this movie. And that's a big deal because it's called Suicide Squad. We remember what happened to multiple characters in the last movie. We remember what happened to Slipknot. What will happen to these characters that people are specking on? It's why the prices have remained pretty low for a lot of key appearances because members are thinking that some of these characters are going to die because that's what happens in this run. So the trailer shows him and his daughter, and keeping in mind that he's the one that shot Superman with a kryptonite bullet, we may very well end up seeing more of him here. Idris Elba is a famous actor, and considering he may last longer than this movie, this $200 CGC 9.8 is looking better by the day. This comic book also is the first appearance of DC's first openly gay character, Maggie Sawyer, and to celebrate empowerment and pride, at number nine, we have a book to chat about. Number nine on the list, Marvel Voices Pride number one, the one in a hundred rainbow variant. Now this is as beautiful and simple as it can be. And really $150 right out the gate for this book. It's amazing. And, and what a wonderful book. This book gives you a little bit of everything. Outside of it being like 90 plus pages, we get reprints of very important Marvel key moments in respects to the LGBTQ plus community, as well as new stories with a bunch of famous and legendary artists and writers. This landmark issue contains such incredible creators as Jim Chung, who you would know from Young Avengers, X-Force, and the New Avengers Illuminati. Kieran Gillen, who is a household name, one of the people who worked on Journey into Mystery, Uncanny X-Men, Young Avengers, and Eternals, and has won multiple Hugo Awards. We also have Steve Orlando, who you would know from Martian Manhunter and JLA, X-Men and Avengers, who is a GLAAD Award nominee. We got Claudia Aguirre, an Eisner Award winner. You know her from Five Nights at Freddy's. I love that game. Samantha Dodge, who's a fantasy artist. Chris Anka, who's an amazing artist. You know him from Captain Marvel, X-Men. He's done so many variant covers. I know he's in your collection. And then you got J.J. Kirby, who's an industry legend, the creator of the Mojoverse. Derek Charm, an Eisner winner. You know him from Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. And what is this at the end of the trailer? Man, that America Chavez. I love that backdrop. It's gorgeous. And oh, what's this? What are you reading, Russ? Wait a second. This is... <gasps> is this a variant that Tom and I pulled out just for Pride Month? Look at this, guys. That's the right. Voices Pride number one. We have America Chavez. Marvel Voices Pride number one, an exclusive that we did. We're still going through damages. We are 
striving to make this one per box. If we don't get it in every box in the July Mystery Mail Call, you know we're going to put something else in there. ComicTom101.com to secure. Join the community and get your boys number one variant by Ben Temple Smith. We have this huge book going out to the majority of our members, hopefully every single one. Oh, and Butch the Comic Gato is gracing us with his presence today. That's right. You may hear him purr throughout this video, but <laughs> if I don't let him sit here, this video will never get done. Comic fam, let's take a look at number eight on the list. With some thing goodness, we have New Avengers number 10. We're talking about the run from 2013 with the first appearance of the son of Thanos. $20 average sales and a $200 high sale for a CGC 9.8 just four days ago. But keep in mind, seven days before that, it was only $105 at a CGC 9.8. That's a massive increase and 425% copy sold increase in the last week. This time last year, Donny Cates blew people's mind talking about the Black Winter. And I think a lot of them forgot about this seed that he planted because that's what the bad boy of comics does. We have Thor, courtesy of the Black Winter, seeing what is going to happen at his time of death, at least supposedly. And what he sees is something he can't even tell the Silver Surfer. He keeps it to himself. He sees like zombified Marvel heroes with what looks to be possibly Thane or Thanos with a gauntlet in one hand and Mjolnir in the other. Well, Donny Cates wrapped up his Venom run at number 200 this last week, and some enterprising fan took this lull as an opportunity to ask him, hey, whatever happened to this Thane Thanos thing? And Donnie responded to his tweet, there's more coming, which explains the recent price hike and interest, and also probably why we're seeing a $190 average sale for a newsstand copy of this book. Thane looks almost human in this comic book because he hasn't gone through Terragenesis yet. He hasn't become his true self, his inhuman self. Don't forget about what Donny Cates puts in these comic books because you know he ain't forgetting. Now, let's stop and talk about what some dogs are forgetting in Stray Dogs at the list at number seven. Wow, two weeks in a row, but this is a different one. Number seven on the list, Stray Dogs number five, the Friday the 13th variant. Hell yeah, dude. I am almost done with this comic book, and here's the real reason why I haven't finished it. I like it so much. I don't want it to end. I have completely and totally been there before, but you know what else didn't end? My friend Ren, who was doing the color flatting on this, said it took her 10 hours for this cover specifically, but really, Bravo. every single one of these horror homages is fantastic, and Tony Fleece is doing an amazing job with this book. This comic book came out esta semana, this week, setting $15 average sales for this Jason homage, but here's the thing. This comic is so damn good. I keep hyping it on the mic because because we have some of the best character development I have read in comic books in quite some time with a narrative that follows dogs that talk to each other, like the point of view of them. And it gets even better because we have some cliffhangers at the end of each issue that has me just pushing the next issue to the next week and the next week because I don't want it to end. But we found out in issue five, no spoilers, but we are getting a solicitation of a one-shot. This world is not coming to an end. Keep in mind, everyone, that Free Comic Book Day has been moved to August 14th, and there is a Free Comic Book Day version of Stray Dogs. I am very excited for that, and you should be too. 
I'm going to be hunting for that comic book for sure. But I'll make sure to keep some there for the readers because that's what free comic book day is for. Let's take a look at number six on the list. We got to talk about Lord Vader. Number six on the list, Darth Vader number 22. Now this is from volume two, the 2017 run. $15 average sales and a $75 high for a CGC 9.8. We have the first appearance of Emperor Palpatine's mentor, Lord Mammon. Dad out, where are you at? We also know that he created, he built Darth Vader's palace. But this is a double key because we do have the first appearance of the first Lady Sith Lord. We have Lady Shaw. 1,150% increase in this book that, again, nobody was specking on. <laughs> but they should have because we know that Disney Plus is going to be putting out the Acolyte, which is going to focus on the Golden Age era of the Jedi. And when we have two of the oldest known Sith Lords in Star Wars canon right now, it means that they may make an appearance on a show, which is why it's specking. But regardless, we do know that hit writer Charles Soule has yet finished writing about these two badasses. Charles Soule, I really liked his uh, Letter 44. Wasn't that a fantastic book? This is a solid recommendation to the community. You need to read Letter 44. The letter that is left to the new president in office from the previous one, letting him know that the most urgent thing, the most dangerous threat that is being hid from the rest of the world is that there are aliens and they're trying to figure out what the hell to do about it. This comic is so stellar. It takes you interstellar, but also deals with the problems on Earth while they're trying to figure it out. I can't recommend it enough. And it's by Charles Soule. Keeping with the interstellar theme, number five on the list, we have Darth Vader number six, again from the 2017 run. This is a very neglected run because so many people focus on volume one, which is where Dr. Affer shows up. Well, as two books on this list are showing, you need to read the 2017 run because so many things are happening. We have $35 average sales and a high sale for a recent CGC 9.8. We'll get to that in a second because they have the first appearance of the Grand Inquisitor and the first team appearance of the Inquisitorious, which is the team of Jedi hunters led by this grand foe. And this book is down a little bit. It's kind of interesting because there was a sale last week, $200 for a CGC 9.8, but six weeks ago we were seeing it $345 for a CGC 9.8. Now that's not stopping this book at all because we have a 1,267% increase on rumors that Disney Plus is going to have a show based on on the Inquisitors. It sounds like some members were ahead of some spec, but maybe we're a little too aggressive. But now that the comic has come down, some people may be sleeping on this book. And I'm going to throw this out there. This is, again, nothing confirmed or anything like that, but I thought it fun. Jason Isaacs, you know him from Harry Potter. He played Lucius Malfoy, Malfoy's father. He's specifically gone on the record to say that he would love to play Grand Inquisitor. It's interesting to see such a big actor wanting to play a character like this, but there's so many great moments in this run. Like you get to see them rebuild Darth Vader. I mean, it's really something that I'm excited to see them do more of this in the Disney plus Star Wars universe. So much news this week. And the best way the comic fam could keep up with all of it is by downloading the best comic 
recap in existence, key collector comics, you're going to get things like key notifications. And this right here is not something that's going to bug you throughout the week because notifications are few and far between because they are the news that you need to know because it's the news that spikes comics. Did you know that the abomination was featured in the most recent Shang-Chi film? I was doing a little dance because I was specking on abomination for She-Hulk and he's going to be in Shang-Chi. Thank you, Key Collector, for informing me and keep up with all things comics and support the show by utilizing code TOM101 to unlock a free two-week subscription of the app. Number four on the list, Doctor Strange number 48, which is, again, one of those books that I don't think anyone was really thinking about, but this is the first time Doctor Strange and Brother Voodoo meet. $9 average sales and a $62 high sale for a newsstand high grade copy. And we got to give a shout out to Tales from the Flipside, an excellent YouTube channel who's providing some valuable spec to Key Collector regularly. And when this comic was featured, a lot of members thought, hey, this is an affordable dollar bin book. Why not? And this is the kind of spec I love because it's affordable. It's so cool of a book that even if Dr. Voodoo doesn't show up in Multiverse of Madness, which is the primary spec, we've talked about Strange Tales 169 a lot, seeing all kinds of records, first appearance of Brother Voodoo. We've talked about 170, the second appearance, and really when we see Brother Voodoo go full Brother Voodoo with that moniker on his noggin, this comic book could be awesome to own regardless of how things play out. A 950% increase in copies sold after it appeared on the Tales from the Flipside list. And this is a good example of one of those books that people may not be able to afford a 169. They may not be able to afford a Strange Tales 170, but you can start finding these appearances that are more affordable, and that's why we're seeing more and more of the market moving on these cheaper books. Don't sleep on this book. Don't snooze on event books and big moments in comic books, because that's what excites collectors and what makes them minor keys. And speaking of sleeping, let's catch some Zs and talk about The Sleeper. Number three on the list, Venom First Host number three. Now, we talked about The Sleeper a couple years ago, but it has been a while, and it's great to see this book back on the list. $15 average sales and $130 for a CGC 9.8. He played a big role during Absolute Carnage, and he's currently occupying the body of a cat, which is really cool and very important because Dylan is chilling with his homies. And they do just that. And we have seen an increase of 700% because we know he's going to play a large role in Dylan's narrative as he becomes the next Venom. 700% increase for the first print copy of this book. But we also have to keep in mind that when we talked about this last time, there was a Walmart print that was the second print that featured the sleeper on the cover. Well, that book went absolutely crazy and even now is $500 in a CGC 9.8. Oh, and there was a CBCS 9.9 that Whoa. hit $650 after 19 bids. And I also want to throw this out there. During Father's Day, Donnie Cates was showing off his kids. Turns out he's not just a dog lover, he's a cat lover. Well, I don't know about cats, Tom, but I'm a big fan of spiders. And this next one on the list, Amazing Spider-Man 263, we have talked about before. But why is Normie Osborne spiking the meters this week? Well, it's more of the same. We have the first appearance of Normie Osborne, the grandson of Norman Osborne. $15 average sales, $150 for a CGC 9.8. But here's the thing, it's kind of hovering between 100 and 150 bucks, and it's because of Dylan's spec. We know that they met and they had a 
ruckus with the maker during absolute carnage. They were saving each other. And this is a character who would become the lineage of Red Goblin, which is a mashup of Green Goblin as well as Carnage. He has the Carnage symbiote still inside him. And considering there's not a whole lot of like younger characters for Dylan to chill with, to kick it with... It makes sense that this would be a character that we'd see in coming narratives. 757% increase in a book that we've talked about for, but now there's more reason to talk about Normie Osborne, especially since he and Dylan are hanging out. Well, Normie gets that family treatment courtesy of the Red Goblin, his grandfather in issue number 799 of Amazing Spider-Man, but that narrative was wrapped up pretty quick. However, we do know that he is still just as powerful as he was when he was rocking that red suit during the absolute carnage run. And considering there is a relationship, a bond between Venom and Carnage, it would make sense with a new Venom that Carnage wouldn't be that far behind. Comic fam, you got to hit that like, you got to hit that subscribe button and tune into us every single week because we are going to give you the best news and the best synopsis for all of these comics on the trending 10 list. Do you own any of these comics? Do they make you want to spec on anything else? Help your members comment down below. Let us know. It'll enter you to win a King in Black number one Nick Klein variant. And let's chat about the number one trending comic in the world. This incredible King in Black number one cover drawn by Nick Klein well, Nick Klein also drew number one on the list, Thor number six, the second print cover. This is an incredible book and features someone who looks like Thanos, but could very well be Thane. And that's why everyone is specking on this book. We were just chatting about Thane. We were talking about the reveal of this page in Thor number six. And they decided over at Marvel to take it out of the book and put it on the second print cover, which is why we're seeing Really affordable buy-ins that are now starting to sell out quick. $4 average sales and a high sale for a CGC 9.8 of only $67. I'm convinced people forgot about this event. 1,125% increase in copies sold this week. And you also have to keep in mind that there is a 1 in 50 black and white variant. Now, that book had almost no interest. We were seeing CGC 9.8s seriously going in the $75 to $80 range. Well, now raws of that one in 50 are going for a respectable $40. We saw an auction get up to about $100 for that, but someone already accepted a buy it now for $200. If this Thane information turns out to be true, this book is going to get hot. Comic fam, what do you think about Dylan? A lot of Dylan spec post Venom 200. I got to hear about it in the comment section below. Support what we do. Slap the like button. We're going for 10 likes. Do it for Butch and as always. Geek responsibly. Enough said comic fam we have two other videos for you to check out we got the podcast for you jeff and i went really long like over two and a half hours of overstreet one goodness and we chat about seller's regret yeah it's still painful and we also have the hot 10 featuring gem from gem and collectibles chatting about the comics defining this generation of collectors have a great week